0: This is Whiskey Dix, and you're listening to the DU Football Show.
1: Football! <laughs> I thought that was a good one to do, especially considering that uh, if you're in the local area this uh, Saturday, come to the Herald Harbor Highway and see Whiskey and the Kidney Stones perform live. It's a mildly talented musical act. Oh my God, will they be doing the theme song live? Uh, they'll do the other version, the it's, one that's not as good. Oh, this version's better. Let's start the show.
0: In the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. put you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam
2: Houston.
0: Arsenal fans have another Sam. Ray day, The fucking Gooner Graham Stuff of a Lord. But straight and short. Sam Grammy. Sam
3: Graham
1: got to have that extra sound of producer Mel laughing cause she had forgotten to mute herself, but it's her (laughs) muter is her choice. Hello and welcome to the (laughs) the DU football show. A uh, completely biased recap of nothing, because, well, we'll talk about the EFL. There were no games, so we're just uh, here to run our mouths. is told by two common American schmucks. I am me, uh, your host, Sam Houston. I was starting to do the injury time bit there.
2: He's he. she, Mr. She. Graham
1: is on paternity leave. Uh, Pat, you <laughs> degenerate. <laughs> Sam Graham had a child, you should probably know that. You do the segment on our show every week, mm-hmm. might help. Um, but I am joined uh, as always right now while he's away by the young hot freshness. He wears his sunglasses at night. Hiram, how you doing good, sir? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Christian says, I think young hot freshness just glitched.
1: I yep, I heard. And, of course, on the ones and twos, uh, forgetting to hit her own mute button uh, during the intro music.
2: You know what? Nobody producer heard Mel. a thing weird because I already fixed it in post. How you doing, <laughs> Houston?
1: <laughs> That's why I bring it up here so everybody knows all the mistakes that you've made. This isn't here either. World credit at the DU Public House, just outside the nation's capital. And you can find us wherever you'd like to get your podcast. And, of course, streaming live every single Monday night. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can, producer mail. Tell the good mm. people how they can get in touch.
2: Well, you can drop us an email at dufootballshow at gmail or follow us on all the socials and send in a direct message or uh, slip into the DMs, as it were. We're at, uh, everywhere at dufootballshow. Uh, Twitter, tweaker, Tumblr. Cakes one of those is true. on Actually, cakes. none of those are true. <laughs> Twitter's not having Twitter anymore, so all of that's a lie. We do have a TikTok
1: we do. We do have a TikTok? Well, we're For trying now. to keep up with the young until hot it, freshness it, here. <laughs> until
2: it gets boring.
1: <laughs> until it gets boring. Mm, but we do
2: have a TikTok. We are on a uh, YouTube where you can catch us live every week, and then we repost the show on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But really, nobody nobody gives a shit about us on Instagram. We need to start showing some like ball footage
1: uh-huh. and the and the email.
2: I said that at the very beginning.
1: Okay, I didn't catch that.
2: Yeah, do you football show at Gmail?
1: Very good, very good. I work in the wine and spirit <laughs> industry, but all three of us have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are. We've to have a drink at our hand throughout this show and every single show. Since we got Young Hot Freshness with us, and since he is a big fan oh of all things agave, let's uh, talk about what we're drinking tonight, good sir
4: we are double fisting tonight <laughs> uh in that case we have two bottles that being uh both tequila Ulcho which are uh obviously silver tequilas uh we have one that's a 2015 la Le la 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 uh sorry if I mispronounced that uh this one is 40 percent alcohol it is just silver uh tequila um uh, again it's 2015 uh edition and then we also have the 2016 edition, the uh, Puerta de Are. There you go. Uh, I'm learning Spanish and Brothers Out of Stone, so I'm practicing. <laughs> there we go. That a boy. <laughs> uh, like I said, it's a 2016 edition. Again, another silver tequila. So we are definitely enjoying something tonight. Some very special stuff.
1: So what you need to know about this, this is, uh, we chatted about it a little bit at one point. This is single estate agave. So those listed, the uh, La Latilia and the uh, Puerto del Ari are two different plots of land where the agaves are grown. One is at a higher elevation, one's at a lower elevation. The soil type is different. And when you try the two against each other and smell the two against each other, ultimately it's going to smell like agave, right? Mm. But there are little subtle differences like for me Mm the 16's a little bit more minerally Mm -hmm. the 15's got a little bit more pepper
2: to it a little sweeter on the 15 too Mm -hmm. in the nose
1: yeah and that's kind of the fun thing to do with this uh i would have broken out the tequila glasses but um i used to have three now i have two why do i have two producer mel
2: because you left them um, right in the center of everything busy in the kitchen for mm-hmm. a day longer than they should have been there.
1: Oh, oh! you mean the place where glassware goes in the kitchen that has been going there for a while That's
2: now. That's right next to the trash can and right next to the key bowl and right next to the sugar jar and right next to... Perhaps someone should be more careful. I will make sure Big B gets that memo
1: uh-huh. You go ahead and blame that right on the dog
2: I will happily blame that on the dog
1: Alright so what do you think of the two tequilas kids
4: uh, The 15 definitely Is a bit uh, Like you mentioned peppery for sure Definitely goes down Pretty well um, I still feel it down in the gut But uh, I haven't tried the 16 So I'm trying to let the 15 like of course stay in my palate A little bit longer trying mm-hmm. to like, see how that tastes So let's see how the 16 is you're going to be
2: very surprised on the 16. Yeah,
1: 16 almost has like a jalapeno kick to it to me, where the uh, 15 has a little bit of sweetness in it as well.
4: It definitely is more like a mezcal to me a little yeah. bit. I think the 16's smoother.
2: <clears throat> it is
1: smoother,
4: I just think that- ha- A I think
1: lot more, a lot that-
2: more hot in the 15.
1: No, i said jalapeno I spice, not a, not not an alcohol heat thing, but a jalapeno pepper thing. That's it like where- be
2: jalapeno pepper mm-hmm. and smooth. Mm-hmm. Hiram, example A, yeah,
4: exactly. There we go. My little
2: jalapeno pepper over there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that all day, just because I learned that. From, God, I didn't learn it, but I got it from like a uh, show. So, God,
1: I hate to say it. Show title. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you got to.
1: Oh my goodness! So, uh, what do we always have to do, Hiram?
4: We always have to responsibly drink or drink responsibly, as the people will say it normally.
1: You know, that's a one way of doing it. Now, yeah. <laughs> cheers, kids.
4: love it.
2: I was just having fun with the music. Goddamn, that's some good tequila. That's a very good tequila. <clears throat> Really good tequila. You treat me so well.
1: I try. I try. I want to expand your horizon, young Padawan. Thank you. Know? you. All right. So we're going to uh, kind of combine forces tonight since there's not a ton to talk about. I want to go ahead and kind of combine the EFL show with, uh, with uh, the, our regular show here as well. There was uh, no games in the championship, so no need to do the sound Airmel. Mel, uh, but we are going to go ahead and talk about leagues one and two. So league one only had four matches. Now, you're like, like the third division only had four matches. You get a lot of the smaller countries all send their people to England mm. and playing in the third tier of England is better competition for them than playing in the first division of their home country. So you, a lot of those guys will have just too many people missing. So most of those games got postponed. The four that did go off, uh, Blackpool beat Stevenage 3-0. Cambridge and Shrewsbury Town drew 1-1. The O's, Leighton Orient and uh, Carlisle uh, uh, beat Carlisle 1-0. And Burton Albion beat Lincoln City 1-0. So Pompey are still undefeated and top of the league. Hiram, do you know anything about Leighton Orient?
4: A little bit, I familiar with their crest for sure but yes uh,
1: so they are kind of famously every londoners second club okay right everybody loves the o's because they play down in league two and sometimes they're in the national league and they're just you know not all that great yeah but the way it's set up the stadium is wide open so people sit their apartments kind of are at the corners the open corners and people sit on their on their uh balconies and just get hammered drunk and it's kind of like the party stadium like everybody goes to fucking party and have a good time it's everybody's second club it's the fucking o's they love them you know (laughs) um that's one graham and i want to the next time we do london it's like we gotta go see an o's game gotta see the o's play um moving on to uh league two there was only one match uh postponed but Stockport has moved into first place as they won and Knotts County got worked by third place Mansfield Town, four to one. Mm. So that's your top three right there. Rest of this, put a little bit of attention more towards the bottom of the table uh, for a moment. Forest Green, that is the uh, the completely vegan run club, bio, uh, biodynamical, like trying to you know, be earth conscious. Yeah. Uh, they have been in, in a downward spiral. They dropped out of league one last year and are the 19th place uh, team. I'm sorry, the 23rd place team currently in League Two. Mm -hmm. They got a massive win over the team just ahead of them. Colchester, they beat them five to fucking nothing. They are now level on points, level on goal difference. The only reason why they're in the drop spot and Colchester is in front of them, one more goal four for (laughs) for Colchester. (laughs) Is it the only thing separating the two right now? And then doncaster after being bottom of the table but also in front of everton in the league cup for 70 minutes uh are finally really starting to write the ship they've won four of their last six and they find themselves in 19th place okay. uh our personal favorite club accrington stanley uh won two nothing at grimsby town moved back into the top half of the table they're sitting in uh, ninth place right now and of course the one you were talking about off mike mm-hmm. wrexham beat salford three to two but that was after going down two nothing in the first 40 minutes they got one back at the end of the first half and then scored two in the second one was in the 89th minute and no super paulie mullins doing it for them this time three different goal scores nice but uh that has moved them into fifth place so they're right where they need to be for for them as a club make it to the playoffs just You know, especially as newly promoted, just get to the playoffs. Simple as that. Yep. Very, very easy. And uh, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this uh, little segment. How about this uh, notion, Hiram? What's up? Our producer produced us something. Oh. <laughs> Go figure. That just never happens.
2: Well, don't get too impressed. Uh, it only involves a Aston Villa player, hence why I had such an interest in it. Well, I was going to say, it involves
1: gambling and Villa, which does not fuck.
3: No, no,
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Unless you're us gambling on Villa. In this case, it's a fucking good bet, mm-hmm. but that's not what was going on. Uh, There's a a lot of concern in the Asta Villa chat rooms about how this Italian betting scandal is going to affect our team. But a player from Newcastle, a player from Juventus, and our own uh, Zolano, I've already forgotten the name, Mastro DiCasso.
1: There you go. Very good.
2: uh, Is uh, caught up in it. Uh, The player from Newcastle is on loan. No, he's been purchased by Newcastle. Tonali. And made, so oh, if Newcastle finds out that Italy knew about this before all of that, they could have a lawsuit going and maybe mm-hmm. get all their money back. In Villa's case, he is on loan to us from Turkey, who don't give a fuck whatsoever. <laughs> um, and everyone's worried about the negative attention, but uh, Thighmaster's already said that he was just playing blackjack and poker. That's what his lawyers and agents have said. He's like, yep, yep, I did blackjack poker, did not realize it was illegal, but he is being accused of betting on a game he did not play in. Okay. Now that accusation is coming from what's been described as the king of Italian uh, paparazzi. Okay. That is a guy notoriously known for (laughs) making shit up and bribing and scandals. So that's not what I would call a very good source. And the fact that Thighmaster was willing to say, nope, I I did this, I did this, guilty of that, did not bet on any games, did not know it was illegal, my bad. Um, Now, the Italian coach just did a press conference today, and he called the authorities showing up traumatic. Okay. Apparently, they just bursted in uh, the training session. They were getting ready for their games, and... uh, went right through, didn't talk to anybody, and aggressively pulled them out of practice. Nobody got to say goodbye to them and they're immediately sent home. Hmm. Okay. And so he is supporting the players. He says, of course, gambling is a vice, but we support the players and this is very upsetting and very traumatic and we'll get to the bottom of this and everything short of saying, you know, innocent before guilty. Now, as for the Villa fans, I think they're all just worrying a bit too much because mm-hmm. I don't remember this being that big of a headache for Brentford.
4: I was about to say, did, did I know Tony just now got like indicted on his suspension for what, eight months or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was at the end of the season. So, but it was by Christmas time. They were already talking about it. Yeah. But it didn't really affect how they played. They kind of just kept on going and they waited till there was the suspension. And then when the suspension came, he stopped playing. You know, Now, some can say it has affected the team now mm. that he's no longer there right now and that there's already been talks of him wanting to be sold and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, Brentford didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, I know, going to you, <laughs> Come on, everybody knows. I mean, if you want to get $100 million for your
4: player, Chelsea FC is the guy to sell him to. Unless Liverpool <laughs> wants to try to buy him from you, but then yeah. again, that still won't and, happen.
1: And the good thing is is he'll go there and not score any goals either, so oh, it'll be else. fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah there's uh there wasn't a ton that went around it now uh just a, a few quick thoughts um allow me to say the following
2: I did a good job recapping that you thank did. you thank you very much Price thank milk. you
1: Italians <laughs> involved in a gambling ring no say it
2: ain't so that is not something they're known for
1: no 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 there definitely wasn't a giant fucking scandal with their entire fucking league 10 years ago there hasn't been a giant scandal with their referees before there hasn't been a giant fucking scandal with their players on their national team fucking shaving games during fucking like international fucking matches no shocker shocker italian play- players are gambling wow <laughs> go figure uh, um i'm intrigued to see how it all plays out and obviously i think the notion it's i i think ultimately what it's become now with gambling in any sense of the word with athletes as long as it's not betting on sports mm. like mm-hmm. that's really just don't bet on sports right and i could... don't
2: care what john benson says uh poker is not a sport <laughs>
1: <laughs> i heard yeah it just um you have to wait to hear all the news come out but it is but there is one thing that it that will it will put a spotlight on your team there will be questions asked is he doing shit currently like what is it just like and it brings unwanted attention and also for Hawaii fans or, or when you're on the road, give them a reason to talk shit about one of your players. Yeah. Like, they love doing that. Come on. I mean, like Alan uh, has famously mentioned, they have a guy dress up in a T Rex costume and run back and forth behind the goal every single time Jordan Pickford plays against him yeah. just to fuck with him. Like,
2: uh, I try not to have my Villa glasses on because I, I, you know what? I'll call like Emmy an ass because I know he's an ass. I still love mm-hmm. him. Right. Doesn't make the one thing not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's come out and said he did the the, the poker and the blackjack, mm-hmm. and the other guy has just clammed up um, the dude from Newcastle. Mm-hmm. I tend to believe the villa guy mm-hmm. was just dumb.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just at a casino. Just
2: dumb. Not at the end of casino on his phone.
1: Oh, on his yeah, It's online playing.
2: betting. It's online poker. It's oh, okay. online poker mm-hmm. and blackjack that happens to be in a website <laughs> that also does betting on games. Oh, got it. And the Juventus guy apparently is a gambling addict mm-hmm. and he's the reason why this whole thing fell apart in the first place.
1: Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. You know, interested to see how it all plays out. It's certainly not a good look. That's for damn yeah. sure. But uh, good job, producer. Mel gives you. the
2: story. And that's the gossip from Italy, y'all.
1: All right. How about this, Hiram? And uh, Mel, you're going to be included on this as well. All right. Um, we're going to go ahead and do a little bit of a uh, early season report card. Um, nice. I've kind of already broken them into groups, and if your team's not in the group you wanted to be in, stop bitching and moaning. I'm just right. doing it for fucking, you know.
2: Is this in the notes? Yeah, it's in the notes. Okay. I'll read them.
1: <laughs> Great. Thanks. So kind of starting off right at the bat, we're going to take the top four Mm. right as of right now that is spurs hard to fucking say that as the first team um arsenal manchester uh city and liverpool um currently right now do we think that these are the best four teams in the league
4: i will say three of the four yes Mm -hmm. liverpool even though they are playing to a high level Think maybe Newcastle or uh, Villa, or actually no, I'll put I'll put them in the same realm as like Newcastle, Villa, and Bright. And, uh, okay. And, so uh, the very Bright. next group we're gonna talk. Essentially, about.
1: yeah. Uh, by the way, allow uh, me to say the following too. This is based off of what we've had so far in our mm. first nine games. This is not. We're not saying this is where. The, I'm going to ask, where do we think they finish? Yeah. I'm going to ask that question, <laughs> but people can become interchanged so this is just your thoughts right now those first nine games of the season kind of your impression of them right off the bat so
2: and if you are watching in the chat go ahead and put your input out there and uh I'll relay it if I catch it in time before the <clears throat> segment's over. Perfect, very good.
1: Um, Mel, for you, are you satisfied that these are kind of the four best teams currently? Do you, th- do you think?
2: I don't know why Spurs is up there. Yeah. I think that's a bit ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I'm, no, I'm nothing being shady. I'm nothing being shady. I just, I that just that just seems ridiculous that they're still up there
1: spurs has had a couple of shaky games right for for being a first place team but then you could also say the same about arsenal had a couple of shaky games as well and you could say the same for city city has had a couple of shaky games so
2: no one's going to argue that city is not a well-oiled machine right and that arsenal does not have a plan that they're supposed to just trust right (laughs) fair enough um now for that do, who do we think
1: could sneak into this top four? Do we think there's a team below them that could be in the discussion right
4: now? Like I mentioned before, I think Newcastle might have been, mm-hmm. be the best shot right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, given the fact that Brighton, even though they did get the 2-2 draw against Liverpool, mm-hmm. it was very evenly battled between those two, I think. Um, Villa... Not just I, yet,
2: no, no, I'm not i I'm not making an argument for yeah. villa at all. i'm I'm a realistic person, and I'm actually very happy where Villa's at because that first game against Newcastle, scary, y'all. yeah, scary. I
1: I, I I was gonna say for for me, Villa, um, I don't really think they're a team that can sneak into it. I do think Newcastle could. um, they dug themselves mm-hmm. a bit of a hole to start though, that didn't do themselves any favors. But uh, for me, outside of the fact that there's clearly a way to get to them and that would be brighton we saw that happen in the west ham match when Mm -hmm. they got smacked in the face we saw that happen in the villa match where they got smacked in the face we saw that the year prior when relegation battling everton beat them five to one like just and the way they did it was they smacked them in the face early so i wonder if a team can figure that out and do that to them and next week they Play City over the weekend, so that's going to be a very big tell. Mm-hmm. But I'm if they didn't hold like...
2: their own against City, they're in the conversation. <clears throat> but if they just fall apart against mm-hmm. City, then it's been luck.
1: Mm-hmm. for For me, I, I feel like that's the team I think could crack the four because they they were in and around it last year. They've they seem to have replaced the pieces they've lost, and I I feel more confidence in the piece, pieces they replaced than I did over. Liverpool and um and Tottenham even though Tottenham a Madison which was an incredible piece but the rest of it I'm not so sure they figured it all out yet. So Brighton could be that team for me. So let me ask this question then
2: <clears throat> Yes, this can't be right. Brighton's had the most goals so far.
1: Yeah That's it. Right.
2: 21 goals. Yeah, yeah I was like, like
1: giving up three a ton. or four huh. and they have given up a ton too um so ask you this question then um, mel you can go first who do you think wins the league right now and now obviously in 10 more matches our opinion could change but right now who do you think's the the team that would win the league
2: i think it's too easy to say city and it's, I, it's I not it's it's fair it's fair to make I mean, that argument they they just seem like the Yankees back in their heyday right now. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing. Everything turns to gold. They've got all the golden boys. It's all that expected. It's like the heroes team, and everybody else is just playing to be second.
1: That's a right. great
4: analogy, by the way. Well, the you. heroes team. Hiram, for you. Who do you think it is? I agree with you saying like the City will be the easy option, but if you think about it this way, as far as if they stay consistent throughout the entire season. I think Arsenal might win this season. I am right there with you. I think it's Arsenal.
2: I mean, I love I really the Arsenal, think it's Arsenal City, the combat going back and forth, because yeah. Arsenal's kind of the anti-hero also.
1: Arsenal had a had a slow start. They've figured it out. They've gotten big wins against United and a big win against City. Like, yeah. they're just kind of taking everything and seeing how it happens in cycles. They were a young team that just missed out on Champions League. The next year, they had the lead the entire year only to lose it right at the end to mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. This feels like the year, they're not going to be surprised with what City's oh, yeah. going to do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. City has, when, it's clear when City is meeting, missing certain pieces, like they can go on without De Bruyne, that's fine, but they can't go on without De Bruyne and Rodri. They're fucked. Yeah. like there's, there's definitely, you see where there's, little bits of cracks in the wall that can be gotten at and that's kind of that's also the same way Liverpool got them the year that Liverpool won the title mm-hmm. the only title Liverpool's won by the way in the Premier League I just want to mention that same amount as Leicester and Blackburn um, <laughs> I mean,
2: for Arsenal especially after last season coming so close and then having it slip away like it it's the perfect story right yeah. Like it's the perfect story all yeah. the elements are there for this to be the anti heros journey like to rise up and toss and it's just They just need to do it
4: Yeah. Not only um, that I also think that the only thing that's holding Arsenal back is injuries Yeah, yeah so it really you can say is the same yeah. thing for City But at the same time, I don't think City has a stronger midfield than Arsenal's full depth No, I would I would tend to agree with that
1: and you're missing those uh, You know yeah, he was an older player, but Gundogan really stirred that drink at that club. Oh, he yeah. really did. And now it seems like Rodri's that guy. Mm-hmm. It just uh not that Rodri's injury prone, but this three game suspension really showed. I, they lost all fucking three.
2: Yeah,
1: you know they lost the Newcastle in the League Cup. They lost the Wolves, and they lost to Arsenal. That is not a good sign.
2: Christian says he's really enjoying all this pro Arsenal agenda. <clears throat>
1: yeah, I know. Without Graham here, how about that? It's fuck well, it's Arsenal all
2: We never want to say nice things about Arsenal when Graham's here.
1: No, oh, yeah, but
2: when he's not here, we're
1: all compliments. So let's go ahead and keep it moving on to. Um, Europe, essentially, the rest of Europe. Mm -hmm. I have uh, Villa in fifth, Brighton in sixth, West Ham in seventh, and Newcastle in eighth. First question I ask is, can or will Manchester United sneak into this group?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Oh, that was a serious question.
4: Yeah. (laughs) No, you go first. I'm still thinking
2: about it. Uh, Well, I... I... I just have jokes. I have nothing serious to add to this entire conversation about Manchester United. I just think all the memes, all the jokes, all the Harry Maguire stuff is just hysterical, and I'm here for every bit of it. So I'm hoping they continue to fall flat on the face just because it's funny.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's my heartening analysis. Hi Rip, how about you?
1: Note you didn't even
4: mention, Chelsea, because that answer's no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I want to say yes, but I feel like it's very hard to believe, especially seeing the the quality that the uh, West Ham, the Newcastles, Brighton and Villa have been playing lately. Yeah, Again, but this whole league is also about consistency <laughs> or just the game itself is just staying consistent, staying hot. United is very up and down, like they had a lie on dominating in the last two minutes of a game, but they were pretty much dead
3: They're to dead. rights. League, yeah, they were dead. Yeah.
4: As for Chelsea, optimistically, I want to say yes. It's going to be a very tough battle Let alone with this next stretch of games That we have coming up next Talent alone says yes But talent, Yeah but it's chemistry uh, Yeah you know That's the only thing that's holding us back Is that chemistry That's really like Not pushing us there And also The confidence to want to Go all in And get those mm-hmm. goals We're starting to get it now That's why I don't want to be too High praise about it Lately Even though we had like Maybe mm-hmm. three or four wins in a row But yeah, it's yeah. still Like they're against mid to lower level teams. We have Arsenal, then City, then the Spurs, and mm-hmm. uh, and pretty much everyone is in the top nine yeah. from last season yeah. coming up. So it's definitely going to be tough. Um, yeah for for me,
1: I'm gonna say now. Obviously, again, we're, this is the first ten games. We're basing it off this first ten games off of this first impression. No, I don't think I don't think either one of those two teams can get in because these four teams. They know what they're doing. Mm. They're all playing European football as well. So they're not being surprised by the workload. They've all got fairly deep teams. West Ham, uh, the exception. But also, West Ham ain't gonna, isn't going to play an, expansion, an expansive style that's going to run out players or wear them out. They're smart about how they do it. So leads me into my next question. Of these four teams, do you think any of them are imposters?
2: No. I mean, I kind of feel like we've got a little bit of imposter syndrome going on mm-hmm. because <laughs> I still feel like Villa isn't playing their own game. We're playing everybody else's game. We play as good or as poorly as the other team. Okay. And we're either a little bit better or a little bit worse.
1: Okay, fair enough.
2: And we've there's been a couple times where it just falls apart. So... <clears throat> I, I Until would say, we start playing our own speed and setting our own pace, I, I, I think it's just going to be hit or miss still.
1: I think with each one of these teams, you can look at the following, and there's a reason why they're in this section of four mm. people and not the top section. There are definite flaws. There are very notable yeah. flaws in every single one of these teams. Mm. If those flaws are exploited... They're gonna lose yeah. matches. Again,
2: I fucking love Emmy. I love watching I'm sorry Emery. I well, mm-hmm. I love both of them <laughs> giving all the ease y'all. um I love em I love him. I think he's a great manager. I think our team responds well to him. I think everybody's feeling the joy uh and our opportunities and people like Maddie Cash are taking risks and making more goals and other people are getting plays in there and I I don't want to get too excited, but uh-huh. I I think we're really good.
1: Um, anyone that you thinks an imposter in this group?
4: Yes, and it's a team that wears clarity and blue. Okay, it is, but it's not Villa. You think West Ham? Good. Yeah, <laughs> of, I'm about to argue that point. So all only because good. like you mentioned a good point about their shaky depth. Um, granted, their midfield that I feel like might have improved, especially now with that with the Declan Rice money they got from Arsenal.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: But that's just the starting. Uh, depth you don't have like I don't think they'll Have the right depth to keep them at that top level That's that's on the bench at Least
1: okay fair enough Um, I was gonna say I think people Will think that West Ham is an imposter and I think they're short Sighted to think that and there's multiple reasons
2: Damn
1: I'll take it um, I'm blind the reasons so here, The reasons why get some popcorn The reasons why I think that is uh, Yes they're thin But they're coached in a certain style Where they'll be fine this is a David Moyes, a classic David Moyes club. I saw David Moyes manage my team for six years while I was a supporter. And we always had a thin team, Mm -hmm. always. It would be like, if someone got hurt, you were like, what kid with a 60 on the back of his jersey is gonna be on the bench this week, right? (laughs) And, but somehow it always worked. Yeah. Very defensive minded, very counter-attacking, taking advantage of set pieces taking advantage of individual opportunities and they're the type of team that plays you and then they're up one nothing after 10 minutes and you're going how are they up one nothing?" and then you push harder and then they're up 2 nothing. you're like how the fuck did that happen
2: they're tenacious and
1: that's, this is this is the world David Moyes has always lived in doing more with less always being the best of the rest teams mm. and the team that everybody thinks is punching above their weight class I think for me with West Ham, they're exactly where they want to be. They're exact. They're being thought of exactly how they want to be thought of. They want everybody
4: to think that they're not good enough. You know. I have something to counter that, <clears throat> please. Um, we and pretty much going back to like the first uh prompt that you mentioned about this uh core four. I think this West Ham would be the team that would drop down where Chelsea would come up, only because one. It's re- really because It's just one simple thing They're playing in Europe Right now too mm-hmm. That's the only factor That's pretty much Considering them a being um, I guess Squad fatigue Especially if they're Trying to play Like at a high level Because like They're Right now they're still In Europa right now Right mm-hmm. uh, Europa League Not conference But Right Because uh, they won the conference They right. won the McRib So For that I think that's the only thing That might hold them back From excelling But I don't know It's with them. It's very hard to hard for me because West Ham has always been a very up and down team. Like from what I've seen in recent history, of course, very very fair. And with them, it's always like, all right, are they going to be tenth or are they going to be twelfth? We all know Crystal's going to be eleventh. That's no doubt about that. That's what they always do. So, let's. I really think it's more of just watching this stretch come around around the holiday season that pretty much determines if they are committed to stay in that same realm that they're in right now.
1: Uh, So then leave you with this last question. And you can include uh, a team you think might sneak into the spots. Four teams here. There's only three spots for Europe. There's two Europa spots and one um, Conference League spot. Who are those three teams? Let you go first, Hiram.
4: I'm going to go with Brighton and Villa for uh, Europa. Uh Uh-huh. And... Actually, no, scratch that. I'm going to go... Liverpool for Europa mm-hmm. Newcastle goes up top four okay uh, I say Villa gets over Brighton and Brighton kicks the uh, conference league
1: okay very right, good Mel who do you who do you got for your three
2: uh, I'd agree with that one
1: yeah okay yeah, very fair.
2: yeah. I feel like I feel like Villa <laughs> is better than Brighton um, but I don't know if we're better than Liverpool Um, For me, I got none of these teams cracking the top four. I
1: think the top four will be the top four. Um, I think Brighton could flirt with it, but I don't think it'll be them. I think Newcastle will have too much attention on Champions League and getting out of the group stages, especially after beating PSG 4-1, which was a big one for them. But I got two of these teams not making it. I've got um, Brighton, Villa, and Man U, because fucking Man U does what Man U fucking does and they'll somehow sneak their way into a spot that they don't fucking deserve after they fire Ten Hag, after having a fucking miserable first half of the year they will somehow win every game one nothing, the rest of the way and you'll be like well, they really deserve to be there, no, but yeah, I think Newcastle ultimately is going to drop out of it just because I think Champions League is going to be too much and I also think that personally I think Newcastle is going to make a deep cup run in either the League Cup or the FA Cup. And I think when they get to the point where there's a chance at winning some kind of trophy, all attention is going to be on that.
4: That trophy is going to be everything. I think... Because they play United <laughs> next in the Carabero Cup, right? Uh, yeah. I think that might be the one that they get knocked out in.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, they just knocked off City, so...
4: But yeah, at, but at the same time, we mentioned how right, City, They lost to United in the final, you know? And City pretty much haven't been playing at their best way, mainly because of that midfield. They're basically all attacking, all defense, but there's no one in that mm-hmm. midfield right now because of the is <laughs> injury and, of course, Rodgers' red card. Yeah. But I think United somehow pulls a way to get through past them in the Carabao Cup. FA Cup, I can see.
1: Okay, so uh, this next one, uh, comfortably mid-table. Honestly, we can kind of zip through this pretty quickly because there's not a ton to say. Uh, Palace, Man United, Chelsea, Fulham, and Forest. Can you see anyone improve their spot? For me, I think Manchester United will ultimately be the team that improves their spot. And I think Chelsea will finish top 10, 10th, but that's also mid-table. So I'll say they don't improve their spot.
4: No, you can go first.
2: I'm actually very disappointed in Palace. I thought they were should be much better than they've been playing so mm. far. Huh, fair enough, uh, but I don't see them doing any better. Uh, I agree with you on Manu ultimately, but again, I'm here for the memes. So for, I personally hope Big Falls
1: goes in fire for no good reason. They'll be in like fucking seventh yeah. place, and you'll be like, "Fuck you, Manu! Yeah. Just fuck off."
2: And I can't speak to anything intelligently about Fulham or Forrest, except I fucking love our Fulham fans. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna root for them just based on a personal level.
1: Cool. well then let's get Hiram's thought because that's gonna go right into the next question. So uh, Hiram, go ahead and uh, your thoughts, who do you think can improve their position?
4: I'm looking at the table right now and it's, well, we know about United struggle, so I can't say it's really surprising that Palace is over them. But <laughs> I think Palace will be the one to drop. Not like significantly, but like still I'd like be Well, we'll get to drop in s we'll, well get to I mean drop like, in a second. I mean yeah. like uh twelve. Yeah, least. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh they'll they'll make that slight drop to twelve. Uh yeah, it's gonna be between Chelsea and Man-, Man U that's gonna go up. Right. But as far as who as a fan of Chelsea, of course, I would want Chelsea to win and mm-hmm. go up. But as you mentioned, like, Manchester does find a way to come yeah. from yeah. the burning ashes and just, like...
1: That's fucking United. It's yeah. what they do. It's but just what they do.
4: For some reason, though, I still don't see it happening because I feel like there's... Even with all the scenario that uh, United's going through with, like, the uh, Ten Hag, the Sancho, the Anthony, mm-hmm. the Ananas, uh, and McGuire <laughs> situation, this is going on over there. I still don't think they'll have that confidence to even go up, especially... Even if Ten Hag is sacked, like, a holiday time.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I fair still enough.
4: think that Chelsea might edge over them.
1: So I'm going to answer this next question first and let you guys kind of <laughs> jump in as well.
2: Because <laughs> I'm looking at it going, I don't know how to answer it.
1: Who's happy to be there? Very simple. Palace. Palace is always happy to be there. They are comfortably fucking 11th place. Uh, Fulham. Fulham would love to finish mid table again and stay up. I think they'd be very happy yeah. with that. And Forrest. Forrest has to be thrilled that they're just part of the furniture. Mm-hmm. You know? As a newly promoted side, normally the sophomore slump really fucking gets you, and they're just sitting right in the middle of it all, doing fine. I. I worry with them not having a wonie right now who's going to score for them. Mm-hmm. But I still think ultimately they have a lot of depth and they'll probably be okay. So, your thoughts, uh, guys, on who you think is just happy to be right where they are and will be I mean, happy to stay there.
2: There is zero way on any balance sheet that Manu and Chelsea are happy to be there. Oh, God. They're no. fucking they, pissed. They hate it. Off. They hate it.
1: Their fans hate it, they hate it. It's not acceptable. They're, they're two of the most successful clubs in the fucking world. Yeah. They should be battling for titles, not fucking ninth.
2: But yeah, Forrest has gotta be going, la la la, la la la. <laughs> yeah. We're doing well with our stupid logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm right now, that's, I don't care if it's a hot take or not.
1: Well, that's The that's,
2: logo looks like a dick.
1: That's why Mark's gonna be your future second ex-husband, because he'll <laughs> divorce forgot. you
2: too. Uh, just kidding, <clears you> Mark. <throat>
4: Uh Hiram, who who for you or is yeah, force is you know, happy to fucking be there right like you mentioned like they sophomore slump normally t- tends to kick in around this time now the fact that they're even mid-table of <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. one is shocking uh and i am still but hurt that they got the 2-1 win over us too um, um as well
1: uh i'll answer i'll answer this one first as well um Who do you think could slip into the relegation battle? For me, it's only one team, and I'm sorry, Fitz. It's it's Fulham, because Fulham can't score goals. And if you can't score goals and you start losing a lot of games, one-nothing, you start to lose the locker room. Silva's an offensive guy, and if he ain't getting goals, it's going to be hard to keep that team motivated. I think that there are a lot of teams worse than them, but there were a lot of teams worse than Leicester last year, and Leicester went down. Like I'm bad so, luck I'm gets so surprised at that. Bad luck begets bad luck. So I would be for me of that group, Fulham is the one that worries me. Um Mel, for you?
2: I i, I just you know, I want to pour one out for Jamie Vardy because I just miss all the bits. <laughs> Excuse me, call him by his Christian name, please. Jamie fucking Vardy. There you go. I just just miss all of us.
1: His mother and father gave him that middle name for a reason. You're supposed to say it, damn it. (laughs) Got him over there, coach. Got him. Um, Okay, I want you done sipping your uh, blue Smirnoff ice there. Uh, Young, hot freshness. Uh, Anybody you think that could be in that, slip into that problem? I 100% agree agree with you. This is going to be full of Oh, now we look at the relegation clubs Wolves, Brentford Everton, Luton, Burnley Bournemouth and Sheffield this is the current order where they are on the table Um, who appears to be in real trouble after nine games you go Oh, it ain't looking good for you. I
2: mean, Luton's definitely not staying up. We're all agreeing on that one. Are we putting money down now? Oh,
1: yeah, we're going to. Well, but that's going to be the third question. But yeah, sure. I mean, yes. Uh, Although Luton got a win, you know. I mean, granted, it was Everton, but
2: yeah, you know. I just thought that was Everton just being kind. Yeah, no shit.
1: (laughs) Um,. Anyone else uh, that we think is like, real trouble? I mean, I got
4: to say the fucking Blades. I was about to say the Blades and Bournemouth.
1: And Bournemouth can't get a fucking win. They got one win on the season, and it is not going well for
4: them right now. Not at all. Would that sound butthurt if I say they got a lucky draw against us? Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, not that butthurt. I mean, they played – it was in their building, right? And you couldn't put it in the net. Neto kept you out. Like, and he had a good game in the goal, you know. But that's also exactly how they wanted to play you. Mm. Like, oh, we're just not going to let them score. That's what we're going to do. And also, this team's having struggles scoring right now. So just don't give them good looks. Right. (laughs) Which is really ultimately what they did to you. And frankly, by the end of the game, they were bossing it more. They look like the more hungrier team to get it. Now, if you were playing them in two weeks and not two weeks ago... Mm. You'd probably kicked the ever-loving shit out of them. Oh, 100%. You know, I mean, that a loss to Everton, that was one, I mean, even their coach, it ended up being kind of locker room talk for Everton is the coach circled that one on the calendar and said to, in his press conference, he goes, we can win at Everton. Like, you got fucking worked at Everton. <laughs> that ain't good. No. That ain't good at all. Who do we think in this group can get themselves to be comfortably mid-table? Wolves. Wolves, I'd agree with yeah. that. Um, so I think
2: Wolves are better than they're playing.
1: Um, I I think uh, I'm not sold on Wolves. I'm more sold on Brentford, and I just think Brentford's too well-coached and has mm-hmm. too good of a personnel to be where they are, but they've also put themselves there by not winning at home. They need to fucking win at home. Yeah. Like Same thing that happened for Everton. Everton, I think, is going to be in and around the scrap the whole time just because... They've already put themselves in a bad place by losing to Fulham, Wolves and Luton mm-hmm. at home. They've already put themselves in that place and they're not going to go and get a ton of wins on the road like they did with Brentford. So, but looking at their team, the team has too much talent. Mm. The team's got they've got depth in the positions now and you look at him you go even if they have some injuries, even when guys are away on African Cup of Nations, this team mm-hmm. won't be hurt like but Again, they put themselves in that hole already. And they get the Merseyside Derby and then at West Ham. They're about to lose two. Uh And if anybody wins below them, they're suddenly in the fucking drop again. And when you're in the drop, the games, man, the fucking (laughs) games start happening and you're in trouble.
2: Sounds like he's talking from experience. Yeah. So
1: so for me, those three clubs feel like teams that could be wolves on the lower end. But I, I think... Brentford and Everton could be comfortably safe. I think Burnley's gonna pull I think out. I think Burnley's in for a fight but I think ultimately Burnley can stay up. But also, I don't think Burnley. Burnley's more concerned about the program they're mm-hmm. building, less concerned about the results right now, I think is ultimately what it is for I them. I would
2: put my money on three up, three down. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. They all pop their heads up, got their paydays, and are going to go back down, so, and they're, they are they are championship-type teams. That
1: perfectly leads me right into the next question, is who goes down? You say the three that just came up are yep. the three that are going down? Yep. Hiram, for, who, for you, who do you think it's going to be? Cherries and Blades, 100%. Cherries and Blades, 100%. I think it's
2: Luton and Blades, 100%, so he and I are agreeing on everything.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: But...
2: (laughs) That's girl math.
4: (laughs) And... For some reason, I don't know why, but I can see a tough fight for that 17th spot, or 18th, I'm sorry. Uh, Well, 17th and 18th spot between three teams, and that's Everton, Luton, and Burnley.
1: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Damn. I, um basing it off of these first nine games where i see it i see it being um the blades being dead last um luton being 19th and the cherries being 18th and i can say that is against what my uh predictions were my uh, it's Uh i have have somebody else and i think that can change again this can all change in 10 matches we can all have very different opinions on all of this so uh fun little exercise kids well done I was not expecting to have to talk as much as you made me talk yeah well you know sometimes you gotta you know fill the role you know you did great
2: yeah bullshit
4: your money.
3: <laughs>
1: oh,
4: I mean, right. that,
2: that bullshit that I did, great. All I did was bullshit.
4: <clears> hey, <throat> <is> still great. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we
1: already knew how I did with last week's bet, but uh, I am still up
2: $178. Okay, hold on. You can't have me co-hosting and reaching out to Pat and doing all your sound cues and all of that. I'm leaving this in.
0: Big Sam's Lock of the Week
1: fucking multitask woman Hiram did you know that 28.571429% of the time it works 100% of the time baby yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going with three home winners this week I'm going to take Spurs over Fulham Newcastle over Palace and Brentford over Burnley at plus 285 Um. do we have a Pat or did we get a bet from uh from Mr. Graham and now, it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's
2: Pick of A Week. What's going on, buddy?
3: Hey, how's it going?
2: So, it's not my fault I didn't give you the warnings this time. Houston decided that producer Mel needed to talk more, and I just forgot about you until we started the segment.
3: <laughs> it's all good. I, I, I've been kind of keeping up on uh, uh, watching. So oh I, I, I knew I was coming up.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Way to, way to keep keyed in. So you got some uh, some bets coming up for us, Patty?
3: Uh, Yeah, yeah. So I, I hit my last one with uh, Arsenal uh, winning 1-0 over uh, City. So I'm down now to minus 25. And so this week I'm just going to do uh, a small two-game parlay. I'm going to take uh, – uh, Arsenal over Chelsea at plus 135 and Wolverhampton over Bournemouth at plus 185 on a $100 bet that will pay off at 570.
2: There you go. Uh, since Pat, yeah. you've been paying attention, what's your opinion? What three teams do you think are uh, at this point going down?
3: Uh, Well, uh, uh, uh two, I know uh, <laughs> Everton, I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, but, damn, uh, Pat. I, like, as, soon as
2: Pat started gig like the, uh, uh, I knew, I knew, I knew. That's all. Kind of all right. So who else besides Everton?
3: Uh, and um, oh geez, the the the, the team you were just called the one team that just beat Everton. Luton. Oh, Luton. Um, yeah, Luton, yeah.
1: Very good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, so, I mean, I, I I take it you're up for a little uh, Monday night football tonight?
3: I'm mean, maybe Sheffield United too. know, okay. you know. You know, I mean, there's there's a bunch of uh, uh, teams down there at the bottom that you know that are, they're all fighting for for last place. So <laughs> <laughs> I
1: heard heard.
2: It might be more exciting than the top for first place. All right, Pat, <laughs> uh, we'll send you hey, a, uh, a memo when uh, Graham's back in the studio, since you need an update on him every week. Um, well, you know
3: hopefully, I'm gonna see him. Hopefully, I'm gonna see him out on the golf course on Thursday.
2: Depends it depends all right pat thank you we'll talk uh, to you later
3: all right take it easy
2: and uh, Graham did send me out his bet. I mean, oh, I didn't good. want to call out Graham for maybe not being allowed to Gra- go out, but you know what? <clears throat> Mama Carly gets to rule that house. She's the one that squeezed out a baby.
1: Well, uh, Graham's on vacation this week. It's his the last time he could take vacation before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling him and Pat are probably playing golf on Thursday. That's I why he so. said, I hope to see him on Thursday. <laughs>
2: Uh, so Graham says he needs to get back to his winning ways. <laughs> he is down two in a row. And so a sensible five-way parlay seems like the thing to do. Do we have a, a whiskey dick going, five-way
1: parlay? Well, I mean, if that's what you really wanna hear, I gotta find it first. It's nine-way.
2: with money. I mean, that's- Nine-way parlay. Anyway, you look at it. Newcastle to win and there to be over two and a half goals in the game with Palace. Double chance, Brentford or draw. Forest to beat Luton Town, and Arsenal to win away against Chelsea. If all that happens, I'll be walking away with 862 American dollar bills for my $100 bet.
1: Grammy folding. Very good. You know, that's uh, that's great. Glad that he got that in. Glad, glad that uh, Pat called in, but you know what we have? Hold on. Uh-huh. I already gave it to him. Oh,
2: damn it. I like the fact that I'm like, here, your script.
4: Let's <laughs> see if I can do both.
2: A chicken.
4: Yeah, we have a chicken. <laughs> go get him, killer. All right. <clears throat> Kitty hit twice on Town's demise, and now she is at four and three. This week, I gave Kitty the Merseyside Derby, and Kitty quickly showed me a Polaroid of her playing Canasta with Kenny Danglish. It's Darby, and it's Canasta. And it's uh, Kenny Danglish. <laughs> but go ahead. Keep up. I'm sorry. I'm American. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Steven Gerrard and Ian Rush. Uh, clearly, Clitty has strong ties to the red shite. <laughs> Sorry, I mean the side of the mercy, and she is picking Liverpool to win. Please remember to gamble legally and responsibly. Her name's Kitty not Clitty. I just gotta say, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the best. Uh, <laughs> I hate you, but I love you at the same time.
1: Clitty the chicken. <laughs>
2: Oh my God. Oh,
1: oh, by the way, uh, yes. Hiram,
2: Taylor says uh, that Hiram playing with his shades and hoodie is the young, hot, freshness version of Graham playing with his hair. Oh,
4: there we oh, go. Oh, no. <clears throat> Fuck it. I'll take it. Hold, on, hold <laughs> on. You should probably have a moment with Taylor real quick. <clears throat> hold up. Let me get my sexy
2: voice. Hey, hold on. Quick. Taylor wants you to say, like, hello, or Taylor's not here. He did request for me to have you leave him a voicemail message or be his new voicemail message.
4: <clears throat> the number you have dialed is no longer able to pick up. If you want to call Taylor, please reach back at his number and you'll be able to respond. Thank you.
2: So, if you want Hiram to leave you a voicemail <laughs> message, you can start sending us Venmo money at Melissa Houston, H U S T O N. Taylor's the only one who will arrange it.
4: Taylor's the only one who gets it for free. All you motherfuckers pay. Uh,
3: <laughs>
2: Patreon.com forward slash. <laughs> do you football show or
4: hit my go. cash up there you go uh all right cash everybody. him
2: outside y'all
4: that
1: is gonna oh, no. wrap it up uh hiram thank you again for joining us as always uh but i do believe mel has a uh little bit of a story for us uh, a possible D back. well
2: i was trying to catch up with uh information on it so it's still a story in development here's what we know The Belgium-Swedish match was called at halftime because two Swedish nationals were shot Mm. uh, in Brussels. It is being called a terrorist act. Uh, They thought the Swedes were targeted specifically and uh, the Swedish players refused to go back on for the second half and so they decided to call the match and for the safety of everybody involved, they held people in the stadium. This is a developing story. Yeah. Uh, So it's hard to say who what, but this just, it pivots on to an unacceptable amount of violence happening in the world currently. Yeah, yeah. And it's a scary time and we are watching and we are thinking about and sending good wishes to our friends and friends of our families that are terrified right now. There's, there's terrified people across Europe, across the Mediterranean, across the Middle East, and across the country, everywhere, with all the developing happenings. And so it's just a fucking global D-back.
1: Mm, fucking terrible. Yeah. Very simple. D-back, kids. D-back.
2: Yeah. Not that hard. And um, Taylor says, "Uh, you know what? Say it with a hymogram.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, boys and girls, next up is injury time where we uh, go ahead and preview the weekend's action, talk about the Ibs, even though they didn't play, the beers that we're drinking, or maybe the very special Smirnoff ices that we're drinking, <laughs> and check it on our fantasy. Should someone want to do that, Mel? How do they find injury time? Uh,
2: www.patreon.com forward slash DU football show. But we all know you're not going to do that. So just take your little finger and scroll right down. I believe it's the second link. It says support the show here. (laughs) Click on that. Send us $5. It's worth it. I just asked Christian and Taylor. I
1: was going to say, and uh, someone, Christian, namely, Mm -hmm. was sporting his DU shirt that he got on the DU drip shack where you get all the flyest gear. Another great way to help uh support the yep. show as well.
2: Especially when you work on a dry campus. Everyone <coughs> loves those whiskey t-shirts.
1: Till next week, everybody. Good night. Yeet.
0: Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Fred to be a fan of Fucking Everton. Point you in the eye. And drink your eye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam! Right hey, 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 a fucking gooter grab! Smoke of a lord! Look straight in shorts! Sam Brammy! Sam Graham! Cookin' United. Cookin' United. Hit the fucking new button!